0: Welcome to the Run With Us Podcast, your show for everything Chicago Bulls. And now, your co-hosts, Michael Labalarte and Kevin McKenna. Bulls fans, Bulls Nation, everyone that sees red, welcome back to the Run With Us Podcast. I'm Michael. Today is Monday, October thirty first. Happy Halloween to everyone listening today. This is a podcast brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network. You might just uh be wondering who's in the booth today because we've had like a carousel the last few weeks. Today it's actually just gonna be me. Um it's the first time I'm doing a solo episode. So this is gonna be an experimental. We'll see how this goes. It's probably just be a one week thing. Um, everyone's been super busy this weekend with work and school, Kevin with the academy. Um Halloween, everyone's working, you know, where we work, so I gotta be at work a little bit later. So we're trying to fit something in the morning for you to get some content out. Um again, just gonna be me today. Hopefully it goes well, but we should get right into it because we got a lot to talk about. So first off, the Bulls went two and two last week, just like we predicted, but they didn't beat the teams that we predicted they'd beat. So me and Kev said we would beat the Spurs and that we would beat the Pacers and we would lose to the 76ers and the Celtics. We beat the Celtics. We lost to the Spurs. We still lost to the 76ers, and we beat the, the Pacers. But the Celtics game was was whack because the Bulls were down atrociously in the first quarter, and it looks like the Celtics were going to be just absolutely demolishing the Bulls. Then all of a sudden, the Bulls just realized that they should start playing defense because they're facing an NBA-level team, and you see what happens when the Bulls locked in. They flip the script on the, the Celtics. And they were able to just blow them out of the water in that second half. And it looked like a completely different game, honestly. You know, Vucevic, 18 points, 23 rebounds, dominated the paint. You know, DeRozan played well. Levine, shaky. Patrick Williams didn't do much. But Io to Sumu, 22 points, 9 for 10 shooting, 4 for 4 from downtown. Can't ask any more of Io in that game. He was awesome to watch him just be that secondary option when Levine wasn't hitting shots and then the bench coming out, the intensity, the hustle, the, the, the energy. It's just, you love to see it. And you know, it's, it's been a theme for this year. The Bulls relying on their bench, you know, the worst players on their team to to win games for them or get them back in games because the starting lineup isn't always able to get the job done early in the game, but the Bulls were able to win against the Celtics. They, they have now beaten two of the top teams in the East. Eastern Conference. We beat the Heat on opening day. And then now we beat the Celtics. Taking some stuff we've taken some tough losses. You know, the Cavs game was a tough pill to swallow. No, we 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 haven't won all the games we should have. But to beat the Celtics at home after going down terribly in the first quarter, first half, says something about the resilience of this team. They play hard, they fought to get back in it. And as much as I want to criticize the team for getting down that bad, they still won the game. They figured out a way to do it. And that's all that really matters at the end of the day. You could say what you want about about that that game specifically and about the defense that was played, but they locked in when they had to and they got the job done. That brings us to the Pacers game they played on Wednesday at home. Bulls were blowing out the Pacers for most of the game. This one really did not a lot to talk about besides Zach Levine having a great game, six free from threes, really great to see. Looked confident in this one. No one could really guard him. You know, Vucevic struggled a little bit this one, but still was able to play good defense against Miles Turner. Who's a very solid big man, um, DeRozan? A little bit more quiet. It was just a balanced team effort in this one. A lot of points off the bench. Great to see. Did the job. Got got the job done against one of the, you know worst teams in the league. But you know you saw it. The energy died out a little bit. They, they kind of start slacking off because they're they, I don't know if they're tired or they just don't take the team seriously. But the Pacers really did come back in this one behind the shooting of Buddy. Uh, the shooting of Buddy Hield, Tyrese Halliburton, you know Chris Duarte and Bennett. Benedict Matherin came off came off the bench and had great performances. And the Bulls could have let them this one get away from them, but they they again kind of, they locked in late and they got the job done. So 2-0 to start the week, not bad. Especially after the end of the, the previous week, the way the Bulls went out in that in that week. But this is where things got a little shaky because we played a back-to-back against the Spurs and the 76ers and lost both games. And again, the story was the Bulls Going down mightily to these teams. I looked at the score against the Spurs. We're down 19 to five in the first quarter. Like what? This this is a, a rebuilding team with barely a star on their team. You know, Kelvin Johnson is is probably a star in the league, but other than that, they really don't have one of those guys. And for the Bulls to 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 lose to this team and have to come back from down what 20 points again just to to compete late in the fourth quarter, like it's ridiculous. And it's a testament to the starting lineup and the energy that they've not been playing with, you know, DeMar, Zach Levine, who did not play against the Spurs. They need to, to lock in on both ends of the court. And both have been playing better defense than last year. But again, they have to play every, every time they're out there, they have to give full energy on both sides. Vucevic, this was one of his worst games. He got outplayed by Jakob Pertl. Pertl looked like the all-star, not Vuce. You know, Vucevic was just hanging around the three-point line and, Shooting long mid ranges, yeah. Pernod's a great a great defensive center, but Vucevic wasn't even trying to to go down low. He wasn't even trying to score in the paint in this one, and the Bulls weren't giving him the ball and giving him the opportunities to do so. Um, but you know, really, I, you know, one thing I do have to say is congratulations to Demar Derozan twenty thousand career points. You know, that's that's something not a lot of players can do that in their career, and the fact that Derozan's doing it on the Chicago Bulls is so great to see. You know, he's done nothing but just get buckets for us ever since we signed him. And everyone criticized the team for doing it. But he's playing some of his best career basketball at the age of 33 and 34. So, you know, it, it's it's great to see DeMar getting recognition. And, you know, he's he's hitting some some historical benchmarks in his career this year. And, you know, Popovich, his former coach, he knows the kind of player DeRozan is. Called the timeout for him as soon as he got it. You know, hugged him, congratulated him. Everyone celebrated DeMar in this game just sucks the Bulls couldn't win it because DeMar had an excellent performance in this one, another 30-plus point performance, and, you know, it, it's, it's tough because Zach Levine isn't playing all these games. Bulls fans are upset about the situation. You could debate whether the Bulls are doing the right thing. They're playing it cautiously so they don't lose them, you know, down the line, but they're, they also might be sacrificing some games and potential playoff seeding. That's a debate for another day. But without Zach Levine, the Bulls struggled to score in this game. And against a Spurs team that's always going to play gritty defense and, you know, play team basketball, you need you need to match that energy and you need to match that level of team basketball. Bulls did not do it. Besides DeRozan, no one really did anything in this game to be noteworthy of. Kobe White had a good game off the bench. And then, you know, Andre Drummond just dominated in this game. 17 and 14 in 22 minutes. Almost, you know, played about the same amount as Vucevic because Vucevic really struggled. But in the starting lineup, no one really did anything besides DeRozan. You know, Patrick Williams, only 10 points. In a game where you want to see him, you know, really step up. Io, you know, he was Io. He was solid. Caruso, five points, did not do much. And then we talked about DeRozan. But the bench really kept the Bulls in this game and got him back into it. And again, that's been the theme this year. And it's getting really annoying because the Bulls have to rely on their, you know. Bench players who are not good enough to be starters are not starting level players in the NBA to be better than the starters. And that's where issues arise because you can't rely on that for 82 games. And you sure as hell can't rely on that in the playoffs. And the Bulls need to figure this out. They need to stop coming out so sluggishly and play with that energy that we've seen the starters play with when they're down 30 or when they're down 20. Like, it shouldn't take being down double digits to say, okay, we got to lock in on defense and we got to start playing smarter basketball. But that's what we've seen so far from the starting lineup, and it just can't keep happening. Then we had a back-to-back against the 76ers, and we all know how that ended. Uh, Joel Embiid, go-ahead three, does the job, puts the balls away. Zach Levine unable to hit a couple shots in the clutch. Caruso misses an open three. DeRozan missing a layup that probably should have had a foul called on him, or he should have drawn a foul on the Bulls, again, down big early in the game and wasted a lot of energy on a back-to-back, on a traveling back-to-back, just to come back and be competitive in this one. And then when it comes down to the fourth quarter, you know, Bulls did not execute late in the game. Zach Levine can't miss both of those shots. He had two open mid ranges off the dribble, and, you know, we're paying this guy $200-plus to be a superstar in the league, and he can't miss those shots. I'm not saying he's got to make every shot, but late-game situations, those are the ones that he wants. You know, we talk about who the dog is on this team. We know what DeMar can do. You know DeMar's hitting at least one of those shots late in the game. He's been one of the most clutch players in the NBA this past, past two years. Zach Levine, on the other hand, has sometimes struggled in that role. Um, he was wide open on these shots, and at least one of those needs to fall because those are huge. Would have put the Bulls up and then tied the game late. But he didn't make it. And DeRozan, you know, down three. Takes the ball in, tries to draw a foul, barely misses the layup. Could have easily been an N1 if it went in. Somehow, Crusoe gets the ball, wide open three, misses it, unfortunately. But, you know, Caruso's not being paid to to hit game-winning shots. Zach Levine is, and Levine was not able to hit some clutch shots, and that really put the Bulls in a tough situation. You know, Zach is a great player. It's not like he can't do it. The only reason I say he has hit those shots is because I expect him to. So it's just a respecting for Zach. We know what kind of what kind of player he can be, and we know he's one of the best scorers in the NBA. So he just needs to hit that shot because that's what he does. So yeah, the Bulls go two and two on the week. And, you know, before we get into next the this upcoming week preview, we just need to see a different team this this coming week. We got a really tough week. It's not gonna be an easy any easy games really, even against the Hornets, who are one of the you know, rebuilding teams in the in the NBA. But the Bulls have to change the way they're doing things because the starting lineup is not getting the job done early in games. And they're relying on the bench to just bring this energy and, and, and intensity that the, the starting lineup needs to provide for the bench. The bench is going to get, you know, these, these guys coming off the bench, Andre, Drummond, Goran, you know, Kobe, Javante, they're going to get sick and tired of having to bail this team out every game, even against bad teams. Like the Spurs are a rebuilding team and we lost to them and we were down, you know, all, I think we were down over 20 points in that game and then waste all the energy to come back. And then by the fourth quarter, you know, everyone's just drained because they, they had to come down 20, 25 points. It's not a, it's not a recipe for success. And, you know, there's a reason why the polls are sitting at three and four right now. Sure. We've beaten some really good teams in the NBA. We've beaten the Pacers, but we've also beaten the, the, the heat and the Celtics who are two of the top teams in, in the East. But why are we losing to the Spurs? Why are we losing? Why are we losing to the wizards? You know, why, Are we going down 20 points to to teams that should not be beating us at all? These questions have to be answered. But real quick, we have a message from one of our sponsors, DraftKings. The NBA season is back, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what that means. The wait is over. So, tip off the season with the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to you the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. So go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. When I bet on the NBA, I bet on the Bulls, and what's the best place to do it than DraftKings because they give you more bets to bet on Better odds, and you know they, they do a good job of making sure that you have more chances to win money. I see the, the the types of bets they have on DraftKings. They set you up to be successful, and that's all you can ask out of your sports book. And with you know with promotions like this, you really can't go wrong with throwing a couple dollars down and getting some free money back. You really can't deny that. So you guys know what to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code TBPN and make any five dollar bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, and then, again, that's promo code TBPN. Minimum age and el- eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, I hope I'm doing good so far, guys. Again, never done a show with just being one guy. You know, it's basically like I'm talking to myself. But the good thing is there's a lot to talk about with the Chicago Bulls going on so far in the season, and... You know, I'd love to be talking about this with Kev. I'd love to be talking about it with DJ. But unfortunately, it is what it is. And yeah, I'm also a little sick right now. So hopefully the voice isn't sounding too uh, stuffed up. <laughs> uh, I'm really stuffy. I got bad cough, So the voice probably so- sounds a little, little shaky. But hopefully the microphone cleans it up for you guys. But, you know, now we have to talk about the the upcoming week, and it's not an easy one. We have the Nets on Tuesday. Then we have the Hornets on Wednesday on a back, traveling back-to-back again. And then Friday, we have the Celtics again. This one's on the road. And then Sunday, we have the Raptors, who are never an easy team to play. So the Bulls have, you know, three of the top teams in the East, I think, this week to face against the Nets, the Celtics, and the Raptors. And I'm going regardless of record. I'm going off purely of how hard it is to beat these teams. Yeah, the Nets are struggling to start the year, but they're the Nets. They have Katie, they have Kyrie, they have Ben Simmons, they have a lot of star talent on this team. The Bulls are going to have to win this game for the respect that they get from it because everyone's talking about how the Nets are dysfunctional to start the year. Not dysfunctional, but they're just disappointing to start the year. They're struggling to get wins. You know, things aren't going great for, for Brooklyn. And if the Bulls lose to that team, what does that say about the Bulls? That means the Bulls are in a worse spot than the, than, the, than the Nets. And the one thing I want to see is start fast. Maybe get a lead to start the game. Show, you know, chain, flip the script. Come out with the energy. Come out with the hustle. Come out with the intensity. Even if shots aren't falling, if the defense is, is strong and the energy is high, that's a recipe for success. You know, the Nets are one of those teams, man. You, they got guys who can go off for 50. You know, Katie and Kyrie can both score 50 in a game. And if you're not playing with that intensity, especially on the defensive end of the ball, ooh, this could be a tough game because the Nets score in bunches. And they got a good balanced team now. Royce O'Neal has really been good for them. One of their X-Factor players. And then obviously Ben Simmons on the defensive side of the ball is elite. So, Bulls are going to have their work cut out for them on Tuesday, on Tuesday night in Brooklyn. Then they come home Wednesday to face the, the gritty and – you know, this is an interesting Hornets team. They still don't have Lamella Ball right now, but they got a very balanced effort between Kelly Oubre, Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier, you know, guys like PJ Washington. They got a lot of young players and not, not always an easy win, but it's a win the Bulls have to have. The Bulls need to win this game. That's flat out. It just has to happen. They got to stop. Win. We don't have time to waste this year, you know, losing to these bad teams. And, whether it's the Bulls not taking their opponent seriously enough when you know they don't respect the team as a contender, or the Bulls just being lazy, they have to step up, they have to play with the energy that they would play a team like the Warriors, a team like the Celtics, a team like the 76ers. Because if you don't, that's how you lose a game. These are still NBA level teams, and you see, you know, the Bulls struggle to stop. You know, to, the bulls struggle to to prevent open three pointers, and they're giving up three pointers at one of the highest percentages in the NBA right now. I believe they're 29th or 30th in the league. So the Hornets are a good shooting team, and they, they're they going to take advantage of the Bulls if they don't come out with that intensity. And I know I say this about every game, but come on. It's the Hornets. We have to win this game, right? Like, I don't think the Bulls – I don't think anyone's going to take the Bulls seriously if they lose to the Hornets after losing the Spurs and the Wizards already on the year. So we need to step our stuff up. You no, know, We need to just lock down on this one. Get that um, hopefully we can have a two back to back wins to carry the momentum into the tough back half of the week. Because on Friday, we have another rematch with our friends in Boston, the Celtics. And that's not gonna be an easy one in Boston because the Celtics are gonna be sore by the way that, that Monday game ended last week. Celtics dominated for the first half, then got their asses handed to them in the second in the second half. So you know that they're gonna come out they're gonna try to kill the Bulls and then never look back. They're going to do the same stuff they did in the first quarter we saw, and they're just going to try to not let up this time. And the Bulls are going to have to respond to that by not going down 20 in the first quarter. It's it's simple. Just don't give up eight three-pointers in the first quarter. Yeah, there's something to be said about people just hitting, just, just hitting shots, but the Celtics were hitting comfortable threes. The Bulls were not making them uncomfortable in the start of that game, and that's why the, the Celtics were able to go up so easily because of just the casual offense they were able to play. And at, on the road, it's not going to be any easier. The Celtics are a great home team. They pride they pride themselves on their their fans being loud and energetic, and they feed off of that, just like the Bulls do when they're at home. So, again, it's going to come on. It's going to come down to a full team defensive effort, and they have to just throw out the game plan that they had for the start of the, of the game last game against the Celtics because it didn't work. And the Bulls can be better than that. At least play the team competitively. You know, don't be down twenty five in the first quarter and have to dig out of that and spend all your energy coming back from that kind of deficit just to, you know, blow it late in the fourth. And then Sunday against one of the hardest teams to beat in the NBA, I think is the Toronto Raptors. Raptors are kind of that sleeper team. You know, no one knows if they're like a top contender in the East or if they're, you know, playing team, but they are one of the hardest teams in the NBA to beat. They play, I think their strengths play into the bulls weaknesses, You know, their ability to guard the perimeter. The bulls are perimeter oriented team. And, you know, their offense really hurts the Bulls because everyone on their team, everyone on their starting lineup can shoot. You know, their team is really balanced. They have a lot of depth and they're quick, they're long, they're agile, they're athletic. And it's not something the Bulls always handle well. The Bulls like, to, I think the Bulls like to face slower paced teams. And the, the Raptors, they'll beat you in multiple ways. So the Bulls are going to have to come out again. I, I feel like a broken record, but the energy needs to be there, man. I know I can tell you this right now the the Raptors are not a team to let you come back in a game if they're up 20. The Raptors are they're closers. They go for the throat. They're they're well coached. You know, their players can guard pretty much any position, most of their players can at least. You know, they have a lot of they have a lot of star talent even if they lack the superstar talent. No. They're led by Pascal Siakam who's one of the uh, he's becoming a superstar right before our eyes. He plays center now and they they've got a really good recipe with him being there like Point center type of player, so Vucevic is going to have a tough matchup in this one. But on the other side of the court, Vucevic should be able to to go down low because Siakam's smaller. He's not you know as strong or physically imposing as Vucevic. So I want to see them give the ball to Vucevic early. Hopefully, get Siakam in some foul trouble. Get some of the other teammates in foul trouble and attack the the Raptors early because the Raptors are one of those teams. If you don't play at one hundred percent all game long, they're going to stop on your throats. They're they're cold. They have a lot of players that they that can heat up really quickly, especially guys like Gary Trent Jr. and OGN and OB. Gary Trent Jr. has been a dog against the Bulls going back the last few years. He's been really good for some reason whenever he faces the Bulls. Always hits like six or seven threes, I feel like, and just can't miss. So the Bulls are going to have to really work on that perimeter defense. Don't give open looks. Make, just make the opposing team uncomfortable. Use, you know, beat the Raptors at their own game. That's all we can ask from this team. Um, In terms of record prediction. I think I'm going to say two and two this week again. i, I got to be reasonable. I want to say three and one, but I think we are going to lose to the Celtics and the Raptors. And then I think we are going to beat the Nets and the Charlotte Hornets. The Nets aren't going to be an easy win, but I think we should be able to get the job done Did the Nets kind of play into the Bulls' strengths a little bit better than some other teams. And then the Hornets, if we don't win that game, that's just going to be really bad. And then, um, we have the, the the two harder matchups at the end of the at the end of the week, and I think we're going to lose both of those. I don't think the Celtics are going to let the Bulls win. I think they're just going to play. Not that not that they can let the Bulls win, but I think the Celtics are just going to be very very mad at themselves about the way their their first matchup went this year, and. I don't think they're gonna have that again. I think that they're gonna stop at the Bulls next. And if the Bulls can't play a perfect game defensively, they're gonna struggle because the Celtics can score and they have so much scoring on that team. And then the Raptors, I think that by the end of this week, the Bulls are just gonna be kind of tired. They're 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 already almost looking worn out. It feels like the team just doesn't have their their legs under them yet. And the Raptors will eat you up if you don't do that, if you don't have that kind of energy. And unfortunately, I just feel like this is a game. This is a game that the Raptors are going to sneak away from the Bulls. I think it'll be close. You know, the Raptors and Bulls have had some really good matchups over the last few years. And it could be a toss-up. And I want to say 3-1 and one this week for the Bulls. But this is the type of team the Bulls have lost to consistently this year. The teams that aren't full contenders but aren't, like, terrible. And the Raptors, I think, are a sneaky team to do really well in the East this year. So 2-2 two and two is my record prediction for the Bulls. Uh, I also want to give an MVP award for this past week. I'm going to give it to DeMar DeRozan. I almost want to give it to Andre Drummond. He's been really good for this Bulls team and probably one of the most underrated free agent signings. I owe my apology because I, I wasn't a super big fan of the signing when we when we did it at first, but he's really proved me wrong. He's been great for the Bulls team so far. But DeRozan was the best player on the team this past week, and you know he's the MVP. He he reached twenty thousand points in his career. Had to give it to DeRozan. He's as much as I hate to say, he's the best player on the team right now. I want to say Levine is, but DeRozan's most consistent and, you know, he's the best scorer. He's the best player on this team right now. Hopefully Levine can, can meet that level of play that the has been playing at. And then we can have that two man, two headed monster that we've seen last year and at times this season, but that's going to be about it for me today. I know it was a shorter episode, just me in the booth, you know, talking to myself going crazy a little bit, but you know, I had to get an episode out. Not going to try to miss a week so early in the season. Lots, lots to talk about the polls. Three and four so far in the year. Got their work cut out for them this week. It's going to be a rough week. Got some good teams to play. Some of the best teams in the East. And, you know, these are the games you have to win to make that stand, to show teams that you are, you know, you are for real. The East is, you know, the East is the East this year. And, and it's, it's not going to be easy, easy, easy pickings. You know, the, if the Bulls play like last year, they're not going to be succeed. I'll tell you that right now. So let's see some improvement. Let's see some better intensity to start the games. And hopefully we can stop losing to teams that we shouldn't lose to. Other than that, that's going to be it for me. Wow, you'll see this episode Tuesday morning again. So happy Halloween to everyone. Be safe out there tonight. You know, Get some candy. Watch some scary movies. Take advantage of the good weather that we have today. Other than that, that's going to be it. So always run with us Bulls fans. Peace out.